Hello, welcome to Otakada Podcast. My name is Monday Ogwojo. Today is the School of the Holy Spirit, 48 of 52, part 36, the secret of total or partial lockdown, confinement, imprisonment in the secret place, plus how to minister to self and others who are under demonic influence, and everything you need to know about demons and deliverance. Uh, today is Sunday, July 12, 2020. Otakada content count is 2,220,130. And uh, before we go on this morning, this uh, wonderful Sunday morning, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. Lord Jesus, we appreciate you for the death upon the cross at Calvary. Dear Holy Spirit, our comforter. Our friend, we welcome you afresh into this session. We ask Holy Spirit that you ask that you take charge of everything we're going to be saying here today. I ask, O oh God, that you use my voice to speak to your people, that they will be blessed and I will be blessed. I ask, O oh God, that you re-ride upon the wings of the Spirit and reach them wherever they are, even right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to the four winds of the earth. I declare that they will command you to line up to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I come against every noise from the realm of wickedness. I overturn them now by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Every distraction, every thing that can hinder. But I pray, O oh God, that when they hear me speak, they will hear you speak. I ask, O oh God, that you minister to them where they need you most, even at this time in Jesus' name. The Lord says you sent your word. And your word brought healing and deliverance. I pray, O oh God, that there will be healing, deliverance to their spirit, their soul, and their body. I ask, O oh God, testimony will abound to your glory that the sick are healed, that the, the, the ones who are held by demonic oppression are released through this series today in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you because I know you will hear me because you hear me all the time when I call. And I have faith that truly testimonies are all abound to your glory, to your glory alone, and to my blessing, and to their blessing as well. The glory of your name. Thank you for answer prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, the secret of total or partial lockdown, confinement, and imprisonment in the secret place of how to minister to self and others who are under demonic influence, and everything you need to know about demons and deliverances. So, uh, we uh, have some quotes here and um, uh, by, by me, uh, the spirit, inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and also uh, quotes from others as well. So the quote on uh, um, hearing God. Hearing God's voice in your lockdown, confinement, or imprisonment is a 21-day challenge for you, my listeners and the readers. When I go on my knees in my partial or total lockdown, confinement and imprisonment, and I sincerely ask him to speak to me, he does 9 out of 10 times when my desire is to honor him and please him. When I'm not thinking just about my needs and concerns about the needs of others, God wants to speak because he's looking for channels to communicate with his people. When he speaks to one, he speaks to all because we all need a word from the Lord at one time or another in our work, work with the Lord. Be the channel through whom he can speak today. He needs humility, faithfulness, and loyalty from you. 
You determine how far He can go with you. Try this by praying like this. Lord, speak to me today. Speak to others that are desirous to hear from you. Make me a channel of your grace in hearing from you concerning the needs and concerns of others so that I can be a blessing to your people by communicating to them what you always want to get to them. And as I do this, cause me to be refreshed and blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Make this a 21-day challenge beginning today and see how your spiritual sensitivity skyrockets like never before. Be others-minded. Jesus did not come to die for himself. He came to die for others. He is right now interceding not for himself but for others like you and me. Moses did not go back to Egypt to deliver himself. Moses went back to Egypt to deliver others. John, confined in the island of Patmos, did not receive revelation for himself only but for others. Abraham was called to the land of promise so that he can be a blessing not just to himself but to others. You are Abraham's seed. Act like one. Reach out to others. Go beyond your own needs and see how God meets your needs in spectacular ways we can never find him. Monday, Ogwajo, Ogwe. When God speaks, he does not give new revelation about himself that contradicts what he has already revealed in scripture. Rather, God speaks to give application of his word to the specific circumstances in your life. When God speaks to you, he is not writing a new book of scripture. Rather, he is applying to your life what he has already said in his word. Henry T. Blackaby, hearing God's voice. Unless we see God's activity in the midst of them, we will be unaware of their spiritual significance. There will simply be events in a long succession of confusing occurrences. A miracle could take place and we would miss it. But if we are sensitive to God's voice, these same events can hold enormous significance for us. Hudson. Some people can be so disoriented to God that when He begins to work around them, they actually become annoyed at the interruption. Henry T. Blackaby, hearing God's voice. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. But when you so these are the key verses that we are holding on as truth for us today. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. When you pray, go into your most private room and closing the door, pray to your Father who is in secret. And Father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. Matthew 7, 24, 27, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. And I read, So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of Biden and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man who built his house upon the rock, the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great and complete was the fall of it. Revelation 3.18, Amplified Bible. I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated red hot and refined by fire so that you may become truly rich. And white clothes representing righteousness to clothe yourself so that the shame of your nakedness would not be seen. And a healing salve to put on your eyes so that you may see. 
Luke chapter 21, verse 34 to 35, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. But take heed to yourselves and be on your guard, and lest your hearts be overburdened and depressed, weighed down with the giddiness and headache and misery of self-indulgence, drunkenness, and worldly worries, and cares pertaining to the business of this life. And lest that day come upon you suddenly like a trap or a nurse, but it will come upon all who live upon the face of the earth. Revelation chapter 1, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, his unveiling of divine mysteries. God gave it to him to disclose and make known to his bond servants certain things which must shortly and speedily come to pass in their entirety. And he sent and communicated it through his angel messenger to his bond servant John, who has testified to and vouched for all that he saw in his vision, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ blessed, happy to be envied, is a man who reads aloud in the assemblies the word of this prophecy, and blessed, happy to be envied, are those who hear it, who hear it read, and who keep themselves true to the things which are written in it, heeding them and laying them to heart, for the time for them to be fulfilled is near. John, to the seven assemblies, churches that are in Asia, my grace, God's unmerited favor, may grace, God's unmerited favor be granted to you and spiritual peace, the peace of Christ's kingdom, from him who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits, the sevenfold Holy Spirit before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead, first to be brought back to life, and the prince, ruler of the kings of the earth, to him whoever loves us and has once for all loves, loosed and freed us from our sins by his own blood, and formed us into a kingdom, a royal race, priest to his God and Father, to him be the glory and the power and the majesty and the dominion throughout the ages and forever and ever. Amen. So be it. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and everyone, every eye will see him even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth shall gaze upon him and beat their breasts and mourn and lament over him. Even so must it be. Amen. So be I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. He who is and who, are, who was and who is to come, the Almighty, the ruler of all, I, John, your brother and companion, sharer and participator, with you in the tribulation and kingdom of patient endurance, which are in Jesus Christ, was on the island, isle called Patmos, banished on account of my witness into the word of God, the testimony, the proof, the evidence for Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit wrapped in his power on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice like the calling of a war trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. Write promptly what you see your vision in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, and to Pegamon, and to Tetera, and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. And I turned to see whose was the voice that was speaking to me, and on turning I saw seven golden lampstands, and the midst of the lampstand, one like a son of man, clothed with a robe, which reached to his feet, and with a girdle of gold about his breast. His head and his hair were white like white wool, or white as snow, and his eyes flashed like a flame of fire. His feet glowed like burnished bright 
bronze as it is refined in the furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and from his mouth there came forth a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in full power and midday. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if dead, but he laid his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid, I am the first and the last, and ever-living one, I am living in the eternity of the eternities. I die, but see, I am alive forever, and I possess the keys of death and hate, the realm of the dead. Write therefore the things you see, what they are, and signify, and what is to take place hereafter. As to the hidden meaning, the mystery of the seven stars which you saw on my right hand, and the seven lampstands of gold, the seven stars are the seven angels, messengers of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So Psalm, Psalm 139 verses 1 to 18. Uh, to the chief musician, a psalm of David. O Lord, you have searched me thoroughly and have known me. You know my down-sitting and my uprising. You understand my thought afar off. You sift and search out my path and my lying down, and you are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, still unuttered, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have beset me and shut me in behind and before, and you have laid your hand upon me. Your infinite knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high above me. I cannot reach it. Where could I go from your spirit, or where could I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the place of the dead, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning, or dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there shall your hand lead me in your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the night shall be the only light about, about me, even the darkness hides nothing from you, but the night shines as the day, the darkness and the light are both alike to you. For you did form my inward parts, you did knit me together in my mother's womb. I will confess and praise you, for you are fearfully and wonderful, and for the awful wonder of my bed, wonderful are your works, and that my inner self knows right well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately and curiously wrought as Eve embroidered with various colors in the depths of the earth, the region of darkness and mystery. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and in your book all the days of my life were written before even they took shape when as yet there was none of them. How precious and weighty also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I could count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awoke, could I count to the end, I would still be with you. Luke chapter 22, 39-49, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. And he came out and went as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples also followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you are not at all. You are, Pray that you may not at all enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you're willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but 
always yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him in spirit. And being in agony of mind, he prayed all the more earnestly and intently, and his sweat became like great clouds of blood dropping down upon the ground. And he said to them, Why do you sleep? Get up and pray that you may not enter at all into temptation. And while he was still speaking, behold, there came a crown, a crowd, and the man, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve apostles, was going before, leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray and deliver up the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were around him saw what was about to happen, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? Introduction and the body. Dear friends, I welcome you to the series on the School of the Holy Spirit. Today we bring you the School of the Holy Spirit 48 of 52, Path 37, the secret of total or partial lockdown, confinement and imprisonment in the secret place, how to minister to self and others who are under demonic influence, and everything you need to know about demons and deliverances. At attack.org will bring you over 2 million contents for all round sources for your spirit, soul, and your body, all in one place. Now check these facts out in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 and Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23, Amplified Bible, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, that he separate you from profane and vulgar things, make you pure and whole and damage consecrated to him. Set apart for his purpose, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete and be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Together with you, we're building massive spiritual temples in people's hearts for the Spirit of God to dwell in and operate through with his in these times and seasons. So stay with us. And be with us. Check this out in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 17, Leviticus chapter 26, 12, Jeremiah 32, 38, Ezekiel 37, 27, 2 Timothy 6, 16, and 1 John 4, 14. If you miss the last two series of Sunday and Wednesday as follows, you can find them in the prayer podcast. And one of those is uh, the School of the Holy Spirit, 46 of 52, part 34. The School of Walking with God, how to help people who are under visible influence of any kind of cause. Weekly motivational and inspirational stories for the marketplace. The school of the Holy Spirit, 47 of 52. Jesus is coming for a church without sport, wrinkles, and blemishes. How on earth is that going to be possible with a heavily compromised and faithless church? How can you and I be above board? Um, who is the Antichrist? Where is the Antichrist from? Is he or she already here? How do we develop discernment? No one wins long term in the comfort zone. Find out why. How to help or cancel people or self on the issues of covetousness, cult, and false doctrine. Now let's explore the secret of total or partial lockdown, confinement, and imprisonment in the secret place. Like John on the Isle of Patmos, some saints are finding themselves in places of restriction in this hour and are struggling with all emotional trappings that attend lockdown, imprisonment, and confinement. Feelings such as homelessness, uselessness, despair, abandonment, rejection, reproach, lack of understanding, loneliness, vulnerability, etc. With such a host of emotions assaulting the prisoner's equilibrium, it's difficult to maintain an unswavering confidence in the simple secret of lockdowns, confinement, and imprisonment. When you are in lockdown, confinement, or imprisonment, God is closer to you than you realize if you open up your spirit to his spirit deliberately, patiently, and attentively. The Lord assures the afflicted soul, I will be with him in troublesome 
91.15 When you've been troubled by circumstances that twist and press your soul, be assured that your Lord is closer to you than ever. David said of the Lord, He made darkness a secret place in Psalm 118 verse 11. When the lights of the understanding go out and you are plunged into emotional darkness, you are actually being issued an invitation into God's secret place. It's in the darkness where God meets in secret with His chosen ones. The Lord's prison is generally characterized by social isolation and loneliness. Friends drift away and uh, relationships that are once ministered, that once ministered life and grace to you are distant or estranged. Your ability to function is greatly curtailed and you find no joy in the small amount of movement that your chains grant you. This confinement, however, has been orchestrated by your lover. Your heavenly husband will allow you into the wilderness as per Hosea 2. He will comfort you with his presence and he will renew your affections for his goodness and glory. It is here in the pain of loneliness and armlessness that the Lord designs to ignite a depth of love relationship like you've never known. Before you were too busy to find it or care about it. Now you are so determined to understand you've, uh, to understand the nature of his hand in your life that you're pressing into him with abandonment and desperation in his kindness. He dries up every other fountain that has nurtured your soul that he might become your only fountain in the quietness of this cell. It's here you will learn to own the reality of Psalm 87 verse 7. All my springs are in you. Instead of being energized by projects, you will now become energized by a person. Being with him and in him will become your criteria for success. David spoke of it, the intimacy of the prison. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Psalm 137 verse 5 says, Being hedged behind, David cannot stop or quit because he is being herded forward. Being hedged before, he cannot accelerate or push ahead. He can only move forward at the pace the Lord sovereignly sets for him. He can't walk up momentum and he can't quit. Then he is under the mighty hand of God, which means he can't move to the left or right either. He is a man without options. And his evaluation of this place of constraint, restraint, and harness direction, David could have been tempted to view this as an highly constructive, constrictive, and controlling, but instead he called it such high knowledge that he cannot attain it. Not only is this prison a place of intense intimacy, but it is also a place of relational impartation. Jesus said, Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, Matthew 10, 27. In the place of darkness, God is saying more to you than you realize. While he might not be talking about what you want him to talk about, he is desiring to download to you the thoughts and intent of his heart. If you listen and hear in the darkness, one day you will speak in the light what he whispered to your heart in the dark. When I go on my knees in my partial or low total lockdown, confinement and imprisonment, and I sincerely ask him, to speak to me, he does nine out of ten times when my desire is to honor him and please him. When I am not thinking just about my needs and concerns about the needs of others, God moves to speak because he's looking for channels to communicate with his people. When he speaks to one, he speaks to all because we all need a word from the Lord at one time or another in our work and work with the Lord. Be the channel through whom he can speak today. He needs humility, faithfulness, and loyalty from you. <clears throat> You determine how far he can go with you. Try this by praying like this. Lord, speak to me today. Speak to others. 
that are desirous to hear from you. Make me a channel of your grace in hearing from you concerning the needs and concerns of others so that I can be a blessing to your people by communicating to them what you always want to get to them. And as I do this, cause me to be refreshed and blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Make this a 21-day challenge beginning today and see how your spiritual sensitivity skyrockets like never before. Be others-minded. Jesus did not come to die for himself. He came to die for others. He is right now interceding not for himself but for others like you and me. Moses did not go back to Egypt to deliver himself. Moses went back to Egypt to deliver others. John, confined in the Isle of Patmos, did not receive revelation for himself only but for others. Abraham was called to the land of promise so that he can be a blessing not just to himself but to others. You are Abraham's seed. Act like one. Reach out to others. Go beyond your own needs and see how God meets your needs in spectacular ways you can never fathom. Are you in the prison of thoughts? Just give him your love. Scripture says a friend loves at all times. Proverbs 17, 17. Even when the Lord is mysterious in his ways, his friends still love him. And in the quietness of that love, a new depth of intimacy is cultivated and established in the heart that will carry you for life. You will learn that faithful are the wounds of a friend. Proverbs 27 says, For he loved you enough to wound you, that he might woo you into a greater connection with him. Here's one of the secrets of darkness. He imprisons those he loves in order to awaken them in the secret place to mature bridal affections. Don't despise your chains, for they bind you to the heart of the one you long for. You are the prisoner of the Lord. Lord, help me today to be deliberate, intentional, patiently, and attentively wait to hear from you for self and others who are also desirous to get direction as to the route to proceed for their life, work, and work with you. Lord, do this, do this for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let's explore how to minister to self and others who are under demonic influence and everything you need to know about demons and deliverances. So, let's look at definition. Demons are fallen angels who join Satan's rebellion against God and are cast out of heaven, Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 to 19. They were originally agents of God, angels of God, but are now evil spirits operating under Satan's control. They are also referred to as devils, as distinct from the devil who is Satan. People affected by demons are in need of deliverance from captivity and all the influence of demonic powers. Let's look at some facts about demons and deliverance. Spiritual warfare is a battle with the forces of evil. Satan and his hosts of demons, Ephesians 6.12. Our armor is truth, righteousness, the gospel, faith, and salvation. The word of God and prayer are powerful spiritual weapons, Ephesians 6. 14 to 18. Our authority and power is from Jesus. Mark 16, 17. How demons operate. Demons oppose God, his plan and purpose, and his people. They also war against unbelievers to keep them from the truth of the gospel. Demons control specific terror territories, principalities, such as the Prince of Persia, mentioned in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to 13. Demons also walk through personalities true men and women to accomplish satanic objectives in the world. Opposition to God's will and his word is Satan's main objective. The word Satan means adversary. Satan and his demonic hosts are primarily God's adversaries. Job chapter 1 verse 6, Matthew 13 39. He is secondarily 
man's adversary. Zechariah chapter 3, 1, 1 Peter 5, 8. Demons have different natures. One demon identified himself as a lying spirit in 1 Kings 22-23. A deaf and dumb spirit is identified in Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Demons of various natures operate as spirits of infirmity, seducing spirit, and unclean spirit. Spirits of infirmity afflicted bodies of believers as well as unbelievers. See the story of the daughter of Abraham, a Jewish believer in Luke chapter 13 verses 10 to 17. For other examples of demonic powers afflicting the body, see Matthew chapter 12 verse 22, Matthew 17, 15 to 18, and Acts 10, 38. 1 Corinthians uh, 12 verse 7. Sedicine spirits afflict the spirit of man, seducing him to believe doctrinal lies and be condemned to eternal punishment. They are deceptive spirits of false doctrine, calls, false Christs, and false teachers. 1 Timothy 4.1 They do miraculous works which lead some to believe they are of God. Revelation 16.14, Thessalonians 2.9-10 Sedicine spirits include the spirit of divination mentioned in Acts 16.16 and familiar spirits that operate in fortune tellers, witches, palm, crystal ball, and tea leaf readers. Through unscriptural methods of divination, these uh, these spirits foretell the future and reveal things not naturally known. Warnings against familiar spirits are given in Leviticus chapter 9, verse 31, uh, Leviticus 20, verse 6, Deuteronomy 5, verse 9, um, Deuteronomy 18, verse 10, Leviticus 20, verse 27, and 1 Samuel chapter 28, verse 3. Sedition spirits sear the conscience. Seduce, entice, tempt, allure, interest, fascinate, excite, arouse, inter- attract, and deceive. They are operative in every cult and wherever doctrinal errors exist. Sedition spirits entice men and women to worship idols and even Satan himself. Unclean spirits afflict the soul. They are responsible for immoral act and unclean thoughts. When Satan controls individuals with unclean spirits, he uses them to cause problems in homes, churches, and nations. This is how Satan works in various levels of structure in society. You can read Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, uh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. Mark chapter 1 verse 23 to 26 to get some further insights. Let's look at demonic oppression. To oppress means to bear burden, come against or bind from the outside. This oppression is accomplished by evil spirits in various ways. They cause depression, create negative circumstances and cause wrong thoughts such as of suicide, immorality, unbelief, fear, etc. A physical binding, the daughter of Abraham, who Jesus relieved of the spirit of infirmity was bound physically. Uh, Luke chapter 13, verses 10 to 17. Chronic sicknesses may be demonic oppression, although all illness is not caused by demonic powers. A mental oppression, disturbances in the mind, such as mental torment, confusion, doubt, loss of memory, it is restlessness, and inability to reason, reason or listen to others, abnormal talkativeness or reserve may be exhibited. All mental problems are not caused by Satan, but some definitely are caused by demonic influence. Emotional problems, disturbances in the emotions which persist or reoccur, including resentment, hatred, anger, fear, rejection, self-pity, jealousy, depression, worry, insecurity, inferiority, etc. Spiritual problems, extreme difficulties in overcoming sin and sinful habits. Spiritual solutions are rejected and doctrinal error is frequent. 
circumstances. Demons can create difficult circumstances which are oppressive. These circumstances usually involve confusion and can immediately be identified as demonic because God is not the author of confusion. 1 Corinthians 14.33, James 3.16, demonic possession. Demon possession is a condition in which one or more evil spirit demons inhabit the body of human being and take total complete control of their victim at will. Some people prefer using the word demonize rather than possession. But regardless of the term, and possess, the possessed person is host to resident demons. Possession does not mean a person is not responsible for his own sins. His responsibility rests in the actions that led to his condition. Each involvement with demonic influences. Demonic possessions can be recognized by the following signs indwelling of an unclean spirit is demonstrated by basic uncleanness and filthiness for example see mark chapter 5 verse 2 and luke 8 27 unusual physical strength the person shows strength beyond normal capabilities for example see mark chapter 5 verse 3 and luke 8 27 feats of rage see mark 9 14 29 and luke 8 26 39 resistance to the spirit spiritual things in the accounts in Mark chapter 6 verse 7 and uh, 1 21 28, the demons knew Jesus and asked him to leave them alone. Fear of the name of Jesus, prayer and the word and blasphemy of that which is spiritual are all symptoms of demon possession. Changes in personality and or voice. A person who is normally shy may become aggressive or violent. Actions as well as appearance may be affected. Moral character and intelligence may change. The voice may be altered. Mark chapter 5 verse 9. Accompanying physical afflictions. These appear most accompanying physical afflictions. These appear most commonly as affliction of the mental and nervous system. Matthew 9:33, uh, Matthew 12:22, Mark 5:4-5. They can also include a general wasting away physically. Mark 9:14-29, self-inflicted physical injury. In Matthew 17:14-21, there's a story of a man's son who who would cast himself in fire. In Luke chapter 8, 26, 39, this demon-possessed man caught himself with stones to inflict physical injury. Terrible anguish. Luke chapter 8, 28, released that this man went about crying because of the inner torment caused by the possession. Incapacity for normal living. This man could not reside, reside in society but lived in tombs of the cemetery. Luke chapter 8, 27, divination is the ability through scriptural or scriptural methods to foretell the future or reveal that which is unknown. The woman in Acts 16, 16 is said to be possessed by a spirit of divination, obsessive immorality such as involvement with pornography, adultery, fornication, homosexuality, and other sexual sins, strong com- compulsions toward eating disorders, suicide, self-mutilation, maiming and murder, addiction to drugs or alcohol, traces, vision, and meditation, which are not focused on or from the one true God. Bondage to emotions, rage, hatred, jealousy, etc. Demon obsession. This is a condition where one is obsessed by an interest in a preoccupation with demons. It is an unusual interest in the occult, demons, and Satan. Demonic obsession is recognized by an uncontrollable and unusually, unusual preoccupation with demons, Satan, and the occult. 
A person may double in occult practice constantly credit everything Satan or demons or be preoccupied with the study of demons and Satan. The true Christian cannot be demon-possessed. He may be obsessed with demons or oppressed by them, but a true believer cannot be possessed by a demon because the Holy Spirit cannot inhabit the same temple as an evil spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 When you belong to God and are filled with the Holy Spirit, you cannot belong to Satan and be filled with the Spirit at the same time. The Holy Ghost will not abide in the same temple with Satan. Demons gain control in varied ways through generations. Demonic powers operating in parents and the sins of the parents and affect the next generation. This may account for demon possessions or oppression of children, such as recorded in Mark 7, 24 30, and Mark 9 17 21. Through the mind, if Satan controls your thoughts, he will eventually control your actions. Lack of mental control eventually results in lack of use of the will. This leads to sinful actions. Continuing sinful thoughts and actions can lead from oppression to possession and eventually to a reprobate mind such as is described in Romans uh, chapter 1. A mind totally controlled by evil thoughts. Demons also gain access through mind-altering drugs which reduce the ability to resist demons and grant increasing access to the mind. Brainwashing and mind control also provide entrance points for the enemy into your mind. Through sinful actions, sinful thoughts led to sinful actions. For example, the thoughts of adultery is fulfilled in the actual act of adultery. Sin is rebellion and rebellion. Rebellious thoughts and actions provide an entry point for demonic activity. When a believer continues in sinful thoughts and actions, they give place to the devil. Ephesians 4.27 Sins of involvement with occult, including objects, literature, seance, etc., actions which are especially dangerous and attract demonic powers. Through desire, some people ask Satan for demonic power to enable them to perform supernatural acts, other worship Satan or join satanic cults. Through an empty house, demons consider the body of person they inhabit as their own house. Matthew 12, 44. When a person who is delivered from demonic power does not fill a spiritual house by the new birth experience and the infilling of the spirit re-entry may occur. Through permission, Sometimes God grants permission for demonic powers to operate through a trial, as in the case of Job or judgment for sin, as in the example of King Saul. Jesus dealt with demons. Teaching and ministry of Jesus demonstrated that demonic spirits are real forces of evil. Jesus accepted the fact that Satan is a ruler of a host of demons. He thought of the reality, the power of demons. He said casting out demons was one of the signs that the kingdom of God has come. Read Matthew 12, 22, 30, Matthew 3, 22, 27, and Luke 11, 14, 23. For a summary of what Jesus taught concerning demons, Jesus ministered deliverance to all who came with demonic problems, Acts 10, 38. You do not need to be a friend of demons. Jesus gives true believers power over all of the power of the enemy, Luke 10, 19. Jesus commissioned his followers to cast out demons. You are not to focus your ministry on casting out demons, but as you go into the world preaching the gospel, you'll encounter demons that will hinder your ministry. I repeat that. Jesus commissioned his followers to cast out demons. You're not to focus on your ministry on casting out demons, but as you go into the world preaching the gospel, you'll encounter demons that will hinder your ministry. You have the power and authority delegated by Jesus uh, by Jesus 
to you to cast them out of yourself and others. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, 1 and 8, you read that. Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, Mark chapter 16, 17, and John 14, verse 7. Dealing with demons and deliverances. Pray for discernment. Ask God to reveal the cause of the demonic influence. Ask for discernment in knowing how to minister or receive deliverance. Faith, fasting, and prayer are essential when dealing with demons. Read the account in Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 to 21. Tools for deliverance include the Word of God, Ephesians 5.17, Hebrews 4.12, the blood of Jesus, Revelation 12.11, and the infilling power of the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and chapter 2, verse 38. Determine the specific problem. The problem may be in the spiritual realm, problems related to sin. This requires a ministry of spiritual healing, repentance, and forgiveness of sin. Physical realm. Bodily sickness caused by demonic spirits of infirmity. Emotional realm. Problems of anxiety, fear, anger, bitterness, resentment, guilt, doubt, failure, jealousy, selfishness, confusion, frustration, and perf- perfectionism in the energy of the flesh, unforgiveness, past situations. Mental realm. Problems stemming from negative thinking and attack of Satan on the mind. Remember, because man is a trained being, problems in one realm affect the whole person. So deal with the whole person, not just one area. Man is a body, soul, and spirit. Wholeness implies dealing with all of this. Pray a prayer of deliverance. Focus on the specific problem. Possession, obsession, oppression, etc. You do not have to persuade God to deliver by your prayer. Just as salvation is readily available, the same is true of deliverance. Just as salvation is based on the condition of faith, so is deliverance. God wants to deliver, just as He wants to save. Here's a prayer of deliverance to pray over yourself or to someone to whom you may be ministering in the name of Jesus Christ. On the basis of the authority of His power, His Word, His blood, and the Holy Spirit, this establishes a power base for deliverance. I bind you. Jesus thought to bind the strong man because before attempted to cast him out. And I command you. Ministering deliverance is a prayer of authority, not entreaty. You can speak quietly, but you must take authority over the forces of evil in the name of Jesus. Look directly into the eyes of the person as you speak, the spirit of or you foul spirit of Satan. If the spirit has been identified either through spiritual or natural discernment, then name it specifically, otherwise generally to depart. This is the casting out process without harming. Your name or the name of the person might be delivered or anyone in this house without creating noise or disturbance. Sometimes a demon will try to harm the person or create a disturbance. I forbid you to re-enter. Remember that Jesus used this command and I lose the Holy Spirit to cleanse and fill this vessel through the power delivered by Jesus Christ. We are told to lose as we, as well as bind. If you have identified a specific spirit, name it in the name of Jesus Christ. Recognize the signs of deliverance. In cases of demonic possession, sometimes demons come out with a struggle, such as crying out or throwing the person on the floor. When demons have departed and their hold has been broken, there will be a sense of release and joy like the lifting of a weight. Take follow-up steps. Jesus emphasized the importance of follow-up so that demons will not return. Matthew 12, 43-45 Pray a prayer of renouncing. After deliverance, pray a prayer of confession, repentance, and renouncing of any sins or involvement connected with the demonic. 
destroy occult items. This would include idols, voodoo items, witchcraft equipment, books, charms, etc. Fill the spiritual void. When a demon is cast out, he will seek another body through which to operate. A demon is restless and discontent outside of a human body. It's only by indwelling and controlling a human life that a demon is able to fulfill Satan's purpose, evil purpose. Because of the danger of a demon returning to his former victim occupied by war spirits, the spiritual void must be filled. The person must receive Jesus Christ as Savior and be filled with the Holy Spirit. He should continually immerse himself in prayer and the Word of God become part of a community of believers. Testify of the deliverance. Jesus told the demoniac of Kadarin to tell others about his deliverance. Mark chapter 5 is 19-20. Revelation 12-11 confirms that we overcome the past. The, the powers of Satan by the word of our testimony. Protect yourself from demonic powers. There are specific ways to protect yourself from demonic powers. Accept Jesus Christ as Savior. Avoid sin. After you are saved, keep yourself from sin. For through sin, you give place to the devil or provide opportunity for him to oppress you. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Demonic spirits and the Spirit of God cannot inhabit the same spiritual vessel. Avoid an obsessive interest in demons. It is not wrong to study what God's word says about them or or oppositions based on God's word, but do not read secular books. Attend CNCTC to learn more about demons. Avoid any contact with the occult. Do not consult witches, shaman, astrologers, horoscope, or card palm or tea leaf readers. Do not serve the false god or allow idols to come into your home. Okay, Deuteronomy 7 25 30 26. What God's word says about demons and deliverance. Let's get to go together. Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritual spiritists, for you will def- be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 19:31. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the uh, nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or cast spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consoles the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Deuteronomy 18, 9-12 My enemies may turn back, they stumble and perish before you. Psalms Psalm 9, 3 For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle like sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Psalm 27, 5-6 The Lord is on my is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. Psalm 27:7. The poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps about those who fear him, and he delivers them. Psalms 34, 6-7 The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Psalm 34, 17 The righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Psalm 37, 34, verse 19 Read also Psalm 91 News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and paralyzing, he healed them. Matthew chapter 4, verse 24. When evening came, many who were demon possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirit with a word and healed all the sick. Matthew 8, 16. 
They called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Matthew 10:1. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possession unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can rob his house. Matthew chapter 12, verses 26-29. Whenever the evil spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. Mark chapter 3, 11. All these signs will accompany those who believe in, the name, in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people, on sick people, and they will get well. Mark chapter 16, 17 to 18. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, Hey, what do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. Luke chapter 4, verse 33 36. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What is this teaching? With authority and power, he gives others the evil spirits and they come out. Uh, Luke chapter 4, 40 to 41. When the sun was setting, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of diseases, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was a Christ. Then Luke chapter 10, 18 to 19, he replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to overcome all the powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Luke chapter 10, verse 18 to 19. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come, that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10, 10. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than this because I am going to the Father. John chapter 14 verse 12. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirit. And all of them were healed. Acts chapter 5 16. With shrieks, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. Acts chapter 8 7. You know what has happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Spirit, Holy Spirit and power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the evil of the devil, because God was with him. Acts chapter 10, 37 to 38. You, however, an uncontrolled and uh, you, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. The Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who lives in you. Romans 8, 9-10 to Not by the sacrifices of pagans. No, by the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons. No, but by the sacrifice of pagans are 
offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the lost table and the table of demons. 1 Corinthians 10, 20-21 Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the devil of day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with a readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Ephesians 6, 11-18 the Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon their faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical lives, whose conscience have been said as with a hot iron. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1-2 to The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18 Submit yourself then to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. James chapter 4 verse 7. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned but sent them to hell, putting them into gloomy dungeons to be held for judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on his ungodly people but protected Noah, a preacher of the righteousness and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the filthy lives of lawless men, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue godly men from the trials and to hold their own righteous for the day of judgment while continuing their punishment. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4 to 9. He who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. 1 John 3, 8. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the praise of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoints of the world. And the world listens to them. We are from God. And whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. That is 1 John chapter 4 verses 1 to 6. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority but abandoned their own home, this he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for the judgment on the great day. John chapter 1 verse 6. And there was war in heaven. 
Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon of his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. The great dan- dan- uh, dragon was hauled down. That ancient servant, serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hauled to the earth and his angels with him. Revelation 12, 17-19. The devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20, verse 10. Father, let us pray. Father, we present ourselves to you today. Like Abraham, Moses, John, and a host of others that have gone before us. We pray this prayer today as follows. Lord, speak to me today. Speak to others that are desirous to hear from you. Make me a channel of your grace and hearing from you concerning the needs and concerns of others so that I can be a blessing to your people by communicating to them what you always want to get to them. And as I do this, cause me to be refreshed and blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, help me today to be deliberate, intentional, patiently and attentively wait to hear from you for self and others who are also desirous to get directions as to the route to proceed for their life, work and work with you. Lord, do this for your glory and honor in Jesus' name. We thank you once again for the lessons we have, you have brought our way as we meet altering people every day on our journey here on earth. Give us a heart of sympathy, Lord God. Help us to be alive ourselves to the fact that there is nothing you cannot do as we make ourselves channels of your blessing to others who are hurting at this time. Give us a tenacious heart that is driven by love for you first and foremost. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the grace to represent you correctly as we raise the dead, spiritually speaking, to a new life in you in Jesus' name. Amen. We dig deeper roots in you today, Lord God, because we know you have given us the grace which comes from the position of humility, faithfulness, a willingness to dig deeper roots to abide within you 24-7 in Jesus' name. We pray for those who are obsessed or possessed by demons as we pray the prayers above. We declare total deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ as we bind a strong man in their lives. Lord, visit us all today to know that you are always beside us to help us be all that you have called us to be and to do in Jesus' name. We commit from this day to work out our salvation with fear and trembling in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe in you, Lord God afresh from our hearts in obedience to your instructions as we die daily to serve in Jesus name we thank you for total healing spirit soul and body in Jesus name amen now experience all round success this week and beyond as you are led by your closest friend the Holy Spirit remember we are one in Christ Jesus only in unity we can we can have lasting and far-reaching impact so engage Ephesians 4 46 amplified Bible classic edition there is one body one spirit just as there is also one hope that belongs to the calling you receive. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of us all, who is above all, sovereign all, over all, pervading all, and living in us all. You can secure answers to questions on the Holy Spirit, salvation, and every other um, aspect on Otakada. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His countenance to shine upon you. May He bring you peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. May he cause you to work in purpose for which he created you. May he fill you with peace and joy. May he bring healing, total healings to your spirit, your soul, and your body as you listen to this word, as you digest them, as you reproduce them. So Lord God Almighty, thank you. Monday, Ogwajo Ogwe, e-discipleship.atakada.org. 
You can reach me on plus one three zero two two six eight six three one three plus two three four eight zero three two eight three five three four eight. In Jesus' name, Amen.